Welcome to my sex room. This is the Sex Room Podcast with your host, Chrissy D, aka Chrissy Doll, aka Flexi Doll, whatever you want to call me, you know. Depends on where you know me from, is whatever name you're going to call me. But I go by Chrissy. And I'm going to do a quick little intro on me, and then I'm going to jump into what today's episode is going to be about, which will be my first episode, you guys. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I am Chrissy. I am originally from Durham, North Carolina. I was um, in North Carolina until 2013, and I moved to Atlanta. I stayed in Atlanta for four years, and then I moved to Los Angeles. I stayed in Los Angeles for two years. And then I moved back to the A, you know, Black Hollywood up in here. So I moved back to Atlanta um, and I am just excited for my journey, my second journey here, this chapter, chapter 25, chapter 26, and whatever other chapters come along with it. Um, Because I don't know, like, I like to move around, so... I don't know how long I'm going to be in Atlanta, you know. We just going to see how this goes. But I am a yoga teacher. I have been a certified yoga teacher since 2016. I have been doing yoga since 2014. And I love yoga. I love what it does to your body, what it does to your mind, and what it does to your spirit and soul. It is literally medicine. It is literally therapy. It is literally your doctor, your therapist, like no bullshit. Going, getting on your mat, doing your meditation, doing your exercises, like you'll feel so much better if you are consistent with your yoga journey and not just with the fitness, but with the meditation as well. Even if you don't do yoga, I always suggest people to do meditation, like do your your five minutes in the morning and your five minutes before you go to sleep or 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes before you go to sleep, you know, but just try it and be consistent with it because when you're consistent with it, that's when you'll you'll see all the benefits of it and things will change for you and things will get better for you. I promise you that. So if you do want to learn some more about meditation, you can hit me up um, or you can look it up for yourself, but I can definitely teach you some simple ways of meditating if you would like to learn. So hopefully I actually... Um, Start putting some stuff online for you guys that you could just go to immediately without like having to come to me and ask me personally. Like um, soon I'm going to be trying to do stuff like that where I just have the things online for you already and you don't have to worry about waiting on me to answer or trying to search through Google. You can just go right to whatever site I start and boom, it's there, you know. So other than yoga, I am a dancer. Um, Right now, I have fell in love with pole dancing. I've been pole dancing for almost two years, and it's crazy. I'm like, should I even say it's two years? Because I haven't been pole dancing, really, because I don't have a pole anymore in my house. Um, I'm thinking about putting a stage pole in my apartment because I can't put a pressure-mounted pole because my ceiling is slanted currently, and I still have um, half a year to go in my lease. 
a little bit more than half a year. So I'm not moving anytime soon. But um, yeah, like I really want my pole back. Like I need to dance. I love dancing. And pole dancing is truly just amazing for me. I can express myself through it. I feel liberated when I pole dance. I am so happy and so at peace when I pole dance or really when I just dance in general. Like, I truly love dancing. If you know, my second tattoo ever I got was in Sushi Dance when I was like 19 years old. And... That is truly, like, something that, like, really is important to me because dancing is literally therapy for me on top of yoga. With yoga, like, there's nothing that compares to my love for dancing um, other than some food. (laughs) I can't live without my food, (laughs) but... Yeah, so dancing, I'm very passionate with dancing. Hopefully, I learned some ballroom dancing this year. So if I have any listeners that are in Atlanta and that um, do ballroom or would like to learn ballroom with me, you know, I need a partner. So let's go take some classes together or you can teach me if you already know ballroom. But you must be taller than me. And I am 5'7", so preferably you need to be over six foot because... When I wear heels, I'm going to be taller than that. So, you know, holla at a sister, okay? Chrissy Doll on Instagram. All right. So, I am also a love, relationship, and sex coach. And it's so funny because when I tell people this, like, they'll be like, okay. And then when I hit the sex coach part, they're like, wait, wait, what a second. So you in the bedroom with people teaching them like, you got it, you got it, fuck that girl, fuck that girl. Like <laughs> or they're like, so so what exactly what is that what does that mean? What does that mean? So pretty much is I help people with um problems they have going on or if they want to learn some things, I can educate them on it. Pretty much I'm like a um similar to a therapist, but I'm not a therapist because I didn't do as much schooling as a therapist. And therapists have, um, I think, like a little bit of a medical background-ish. Don't quote me on that because I really don't know. Like, I really don't know. I'm just guessing. But I don't have no medical background-ish. I mean, in my schooling, they did teach us some stuff when it comes to transitioning from male to female, female to male. But I... mm -mm. I don't know. I just know how to deal with interacting with people and um, how to make yourself a better partner and a better lover. So that's what I know. And that's what I can teach you on and help you on. And some things that I have personal experience with, um, something that I don't have experience with, because for one, I'm not a male. So I, and I've never dated a female, so I don't have experience with that, but I can help you to the best of my abilities from my teachings, from my peers teaching me about their experiences, and from my personal experience of dealing with men. Um, I can tell you what I've have been through and what would have worked for me in the situations. But, you know, everyone's different. Every relationship's different. And that's one thing also is that people have to realize there is 
no set way of being in a relationship. There's no set way of loving someone, which is why you have love languages, which is why you have apology languages, which is why you have turn on triggers. It's all these different things that you need to learn about yourself and learn about your partner in order to make your relationship as strong as it could be and better and amazing. So that's what I can help you on. And if you would like to have some sessions with me, you can hit me up or have some questions. You can email the Sex Room Podcast and I can answer them on the air. And I do advice questions at the end of each episode, as well as I read out sex stories from my listeners and my guests that I will have on in later episodes. And I will possibly read my own sex stories. I mean, like... Not until some years ago, I was really enjoying sex, but we can get to that a little bit later in this episode. I'm going to go through each little subject and talk about my life because I don't really have too much to go off of today. This is really just going to be my first episode to get this out there, get this going, have you guys learn a little bit about me, and hopefully you guys start to trust me because I am a very open person. I am non-judgmental and I want to learn. Like I'm always down to learn about new things that I may not understand or that I may have incorrect. You know, I would love for you guys to educate me and to be open with me and teach me things as I teach you things because every day in life is a learning experience, you know, but I want to make this educational for all of us. So Let's get educated and let's get sexual, okay? So those that's like really pretty much what I do. Yoga, dance, the coaching. Um, I don't really have too much else going on in my life other than like me doing jiu-jitsu or me learning different things to cook. That's pretty much my life. Um, <laughs> I don't do much else because I'm pretty much a square let me stop saying that. I really got to stop calling myself a square. Like, I really call myself a square. But honestly, like, I be boring other than, like, I do want, I'm planning on traveling next year. I am, for the most part, planning on traveling by myself unless I got some traveler friends, you know, that want to travel with a sister and have the time and the money to do so. Like, let me know because I got trips planned next year and I'm already... I've already booked my flight and my hotel for one of them. So I'm just counting on the days for that one. And hopefully, hopefully I go to, um, I take this trip in January or February. Cross your fingers. I'm not going to tell you where yet because it might not happen. But let's hope it does because I really want to go. So we're going to move on to talk about a little bit about love and how I feel like I've never been in love. Now, I'm only 25, so it's not like I am seasoned, like pretty seasoned, but I just feel like I've never been in love because I've never really like been in a serious, solid adult relationship. Like I have been in kitty love or puppy love, whatever you want to call it. And I was stuck on this guy for eight years of my life. Like, 
infatuated with him. It was more of an infatuation, I'll say that, because I, um, it's just like he was not the best person for me. Like, I'm not going to talk shit about him or talk down on him, but he just wasn't the guy for me. And a lot of people would say that around me, my peers, and would just be like, I don't know why you like him. He's blah, blah, blah. He's this and that. And I was just blind to everything. Like, he was literally like, you know how some fans ask toward Beyonce or celebrities, they'd be like, oh, they can do no wrong. I don't care if blah, blah, blah. Like, like for instance, I love Chris Brown. I love Chris Brown. And, uh, well, I don't love him as much as I used to. Like, I used to be infatuated with Chris Brown and go hard for Chris Brown type stuff. I've never been one of these, like, super crazy fans where it was like, Chris Brown is my username and I got pictures all over my room. No, it was just that like I really, really, really enjoyed his music and I thought he was very attractive and very, very talented in different ways, whether it was music, songwriting, dancing, art, just his creativity. So, but it was also the thing where Chris Brown can could do nothing to not me to not dislike him. Uh, I know I'm getting a little tongue tied, but what I mean is like, for instance, with the Rihanna situation, completely wrong. Everyone should keep their hands to themselves. But at the same time, it's like I didn't really, um, I didn't really care that much about it, even though I should have. But this is also, I was young, like I was young when this happened, and um, I just didn't realize to the extent, like, oh. You know, I was just like, oh, he's defending himself, whatever, boo, boo, which I feel like everyone has a right to defend yourself, male or female, period, point blank. Like you shouldn't raise your hand at anyone and not expect to get hit back. Like every action has a consequence straight up. But um, I just like still didn't care. Like I really didn't care for Rihanna, which is totally wrong in my um, in my position. But the whole point of me rambling on about Chris Brown and Rihanna and shit is just the point that I felt like he could do no wrong. And so I felt like about this boy. I was like, he could do no wrong. He would go to jail. He would do dumb shit all the time. And I was just like, oh, but I want to save him. I want to help him. You know how women do when we want to help and save and be captain, save a man. Like, mm -mm, no, no, not. Mm -mm. I learned now. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Now, I don't mind helping people. I love helping people. I do. But what I'm not going to do is save someone that doesn't want to be saved. That's what I'm not going to do. And it's funny because I'm getting a little bit off subject. It's just that a lot of men, especially when it comes to, and I'm gonna, I really want to make a whole episode about this. So let me know if y'all want to listen to this episode about, about the strip club and strippers and stuff. Um, but a lot of guys will come in the strip club and be like, oh, let me get you out of here. Let me save you, blah, blah, blah. And the thing about it all is that a lot of men don't understand why that particular woman is in the strip club or why she is there that day. Because some women may dance like literally a few times and then be bounced or dance here and there type stuff. And it's not like a regular thing, but you know, we could talk about that on another episode if you guys wanted to talk about the strip club and learn about the strip club, which I really think you guys do. And I am really like, I really want to do that episode. So 
If you have questions about strip clubs and strippers and stuff, you can send those questions in to sexroompodcast at gmail.com. And if I can, I'll try to get some other strippers on here so we can get some other perspectives and see if I can get some male strippers on here as well. So holla at me if you are one of them, you know, because your girl would love to have some other opinions on here and not just hear my voice because I know y'all won't, y'all just, uh, what the fuck? Y'all, I know y'all just don't want to hear my opinion and y'all would love to hear someone else's perspective. So anyway, back to this boy and being in puppy love. I, um, but yeah, just like after me growing up, I was just like, what is wrong with me? Why do you like this boy? And I just realized how he didn't really like care for me. He was like very shady towards me and I just realized all the things that other people would talk about uh, with me and him, like would say to me about him were true and just that it was just really not worth it. And I was just pretty much being a dead horse trying to make this boy like me. And that's literally like not the first time I've done that where I've tried to make a man like me because growing up, I was, as most kids, awkward and stuff. And so I was awkward. Uh, I felt like I was unattractive, but hey, children are children, you know. Um, And I just like, like I had my glasses. I had my hair was never like, I mean, my mom would do my hair. But at the same time, I was really like I was natural until high school. So and being natural wasn't like a thing in um, middle school. Like, the girls had relaxers, but my mom, she didn't want to, like, really damage my hair that much. But I begged her and begged her to get a relaxer. So I ended up getting a relaxer, but that kind of failed on me because by the time I hit senior year, my hair was falling out and I had to go back natural, which is why I'm natural now because my mom cut my hair off right before senior year of high school and... That was a little traumatizing, and I cried and cried and cried. So that was not fun. But I'm getting off the subject. But, yeah, so I have been infatuated with men before. I've been in lust with men. And I thought I was, like, starting to fall in love with them and stuff. But I quickly realized that that was not the case and it was literally just physical and it was just this fairy tale in my head that I created because I like to call myself a hopeless romantic and I always want this fairy tale ending or someone that falls in love with me and the man that is just like a gentleman to me or just does everything for me and I do everything for him and we're just madly in love and we're perfect together you know the whole fairy tale story like but truthfully that's not real life it's really not relationships are hard work they are literally a job that you have to work at every day and every moment and you have to be mindful of hey like this person may not be perfect but are you willing to go through all these things with this person are you willing to put in the work for this person? Are you willing to sacrifice certain things for this person? You know, this person shouldn't make you unhappy and being with them shouldn't make you unhappy. But at the same time, not everything will be peachy all the time. You know, it doesn't work like that. That's life. 
We go through pain. We go through struggles. Life is a struggle. Life is pain. And you just have to choose which pain you're willing to deal with, which struggle you're willing to deal with, and that's that. So moving on to relationships. Um, I haven't really been in any relationships, like I said before. I don't I don't consider any of my um my relationships I've been in. I have been in relationships, like where I've been a girlfriend and someone's been my boyfriend. But I feel like none of them have been adult, like real relationships. Because I was all I was really immature about relationships. I didn't know what it took to be like really someone's girlfriend or like how I should act as someone's girlfriend, how I should support someone when being in a relationship with them. And I look at it as that, like now I look at it as we are partners in life. We are life partners and we are here to make each other's life better. We are here to make each other grow and be the best person that we can be in our own life and whatever we have, whatever our journey is, you know, some people's journeys are not aligned and that's perfectly fine. But the point of being someone's partner is to bring the best out of them. And I didn't understand that when I was young and younger. And I'm glad I understand that now. And I'm only 25 and I, I'm so happy that I have chosen to educate myself and to take this schooling to be a love relationship and sex coach because This makes me a better person, not only when it comes to dating, but when it comes to friendships, when it comes to family members and um, just in general, and it comes to loving myself. And that's also something else that I want to work on with people is self-love because we are in a generation where social media and media in general is taking over and technology is, and all we see is people with makeup on, with filters on, and it messes with people's mental um, mental health. And we see like, we see perfection. And when we look in the mirror, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. Like we're literally not perfect. All these people you see on TV and stuff, they're not perfect. They wear makeup. They don't even look like that. Like in pictures, models, they don't even look like their photos because they're photoshopped. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, I I would prefer if we could just all be natural and even in our media, in our pictures, we could just be natural because that normalizes people being normal. And also another thing, it's funny because I just realized that not too long ago that I have been dealing with a lot of um, men, like I would date them that I just wasn't compatible with because I like certain things about them. And it's like, baby girl, baby girl, that's why you can't find a boyfriend because you're not searching for compatibility and what will work best for you and your lifestyle. You're just searching for attraction and attraction ain't enough. It's really not because once that once that initial honeymoon phase di- uh, disappears, now what? Now what? Like for real. So that's how I learned to be a better dater. Um, for one, compatibility and some other things, a uh, list of things of how you could be a better dater. But I can talk about that on another episode or somewhere else. So just let me know. But 
back to relationships. And so my longest like boyfriend or girlfriend relationship, which was when I was under 18, it was six months. Like, and I just, one issue with me is like, I get bored and I get bored because I don't date, I didn't date for compatibility. I just dated for whatever reason, really. And I would get so bored and, and it just wouldn't work out. Like my longest relationship, quote unquote relationship wasn't shit. Like it really wasn't shit. It wasn't. It, like, really wasn't, like, a relationship relationship. Like, it was just some kitty shit. Like, real kiddish. But, and then my last, the last guy I, I called a boyfriend, it only lasted for a few months, some years ago. Other than that, I have been non-monogamous. And I've dealt with one per like, I've dealt with the same guy for years, but it wasn't monogamous. So, um, and it just didn't work out because it was like either they weren't good for me or I wanted more and they didn't want more. So it just didn't work out, but I am very appreciative because honestly, I like being non-monogamous and, but the only thing is, is that I want to have that person that is my man and that. I can always come to, and that is my life partner. But at the same time, be non-monogamous, you know? Uh, Be polyamorous. I I think that's the right word, polyamorous. So I I haven't been in a, a polyamorous relationship. That would be something I am down for and would be pretty cool to try out. But at the same time, it would have to be with someone for one that is already into this and that is not jealous or has um, strong insecurities and someone that is big on communication because communication is something that is so, 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 I can't stress that enough. It is so important because if you don't have communication, then what is the point? Seriously. And without communication, without good communication, things will crumble. It will crumble, okay? So, relationships, that's pretty much it. I don't really have extensive relationship history because, again, I don't get in relationships because I like to be non-monogamous. And I didn't really realize that until recently, like the past few years, that that was the thing because... Being non-monogamous wasn't popular until a few years ago. And I just like, I like to be free. I like to do whatever I want. And if you know me, I'm a a free thinker. I'm a free spirit. And it's funny because apparently when guys hear the words free spirit, they think of it as, oh, she's a hoe. She's a slut, which is not the case because for one, ain't, ain't... Everybody not getting this pussy because for one, this pussy is very special and I am very special and my lips are very special, both sets of them. Okay. So you can't just get this. Like you can't. I am very special and I'm very important. Okay. So no, it ain't. And I was just baffled when I heard that too, because for one, I didn't know that men thought that way. 
and that me being a free spirit, like me calling myself free spirit, guys thought, oh, she she's a hoe. Like what? Like what? But that's the same thing with Instagram. It's like if you show show some skin, they're like, oh, she's a hoe. Excuse me. Well, try try and get my try get my panties. Pull these panties off and see see how well you do. Cause you're not. Because you're not. That's what you're not gonna do. So that's that. But you know, people have these perceptions of other people, and that's because they don't understand people. People hate what they don't understand and make up these things just to comfort themselves and how they feel about it. So that's that. People projecting themselves onto you. And that's cool. You know, that's cool because we all have our judgments. But do your best to not be judgmental towards other people, okay? Try your best. I mean, it's in human nature to be judgmental, but try to keep that shit, nip that shit in the bud and be positive and be loving and caring towards people because we're all different and we all will not walk in a straight line. And that's fine with me. Like, I don't like following the herd. I'm not a sheep. I will not just do what everyone else does because that's what they're doing. Like, no, if I do what everyone else does, that's because I sat back and decided that this is something I actually want to do and I actually enjoy, or this is a path that I actually want to take rather than being like, well, everyone else is doing it. Like if everybody else jump off a bridge, I'm not jumping off a bridge. That's what I'm not about to do. Like period. Mm -mm. I got other plans for my life and jumping off bridges, zip lining, skydiving is not one of them. Okay. Mm -mm. Nope. Like I don't fall into peer pressure hard. Like if I do something, it's because that I want to do it. It's not because, oh, my friends got me to do it. Like, no. Like, for instance, the the only drug I've tried is marijuana. I haven't tried any of the drugs unless someone's laced me or tried to drug me. But I've never tried any other drugs because I haven't wanted to. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I am would never try Coke. I'm not trying fucking Molly. Like, I'm not trying pills. Uh-uh. Unless the doctor prescribes me to these pills, I'm not trying this shit. And chances are, if the doctor prescribes me to the pills, I might not take them because I'll be scared I might get addicted to them. Even though I have tried a Xanax one time, but that was because I got LASIK eye surgery or eye procedure. And I, I, the doctor gave it to me. He was like, this is going to calm you down. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking this shit because... This is my eyes, and if I freak out and I move or do something while they, because you're awake during LASIK, I may fuck up my eyes, and I'm not trying to fuck up my eyes, so I did that, and thankfully, I'm not blind, and I can see, because I know LASIK has gone pretty bad for some people, and thankfully, it did not for me, because some people have committed suicide due to the complications of LASIK, and I am very appreciative that... I didn't have a bad surgery or a bad case. So moving on to sex, which I know you guys have been waiting for. But um, yeah, like I said before, I wasn't really enjoying sex until about a few years ago. Like I faked that shit for years, which I wish I wish I wish, I wish, I wish someone had taught me not to fake it and to be honest with the man. Because I will say this. When I was young, when I was still living in North Carolina, I was honest with one guy and let him know, like, the sex wasn't good. I faked it. I, like, I literally told him. I said it wasn't good. I faked it. I didn't say it, like, verbatim, but I let him know it wasn't good. I faked it. And I didn't come. 
And his ego was shot. Like, it was so shot. And he wanted to try again. And I was just like, no, like, I'm over it. Like, I'm over you. I'm over the experience. Like, I don't care to do it. And when I was younger, I really was just like, if it was, if I didn't like you, it just like, no, nah, I'm good. Well, I mean, now too. What am I? What am I saying? <laughs> oh God! But um, but yeah. So like, I had sex in high school for the first time, and then I didn't have sex again for another year. Had sex, didn't have sex again for another year because it was just terrible. So I was just like, this is what people are doing. Uh, uh-uh, I'm good. Like, I don't want to have sex. But I like realized I was like, this can't be it. Like, this really can't be it because. Why does everyone act like they enjoy sex so much and that sex is so amazing if this is all I'm receiving? So it took me a while to really get into like having sex. It took me years after I lost my virginity to like really get into having sex. But it wasn't until like 2016 where I actually came from having sex with a man or a man giving me head. And that was amazing. And Shout out to one of my quote-unquote ex-boyfriends. But he definitely would make me come in minutes. Like, all the time. Your girl would... It was amazing. Like, <laughs> it was literally uh, top three best heads I've ever gotten. He's probably number one. Like, straight up number one. But, like, and the one thing about it is that he enjoyed eating pussy. Like, he loved to eat pussy. And, you know, men say, oh, I love to eat pussy. No, he loved to eat pussy. Like, he would just be eating that the fuck out of that shit, okay? Devouring it. Yum, yum. So, <laughs> he would, it was just awesome. And then that's when I started to get more comfortable because he made me comfortable. Like, one thing that um, he made me comfortable with was that he didn't care that I grew my hair out, like, my armpits, my legs, or my vagina. And... That made me so comfortable. Like, I appreciate him. We only dated for a few months. But he, being with him, and I forced him into a relationship with me because I'm not about to play house with nobody. Like, you're not going to be coming over to my house every night. I'm not going to be cooking for you. You're not going to be staying in my bed. You're not going to be staying in my apartment while I'm at work and think you're not going to be my man. Like, that's what we not doing. Mm -mm. So, um. Sorry, y'all, but a little bit of mucus. But, um, yeah, so I forgot where I was in the story. But, yeah, so I'm grateful, grateful of my journey with him and how he just made me comfortable. And he doesn't even realize that, like, what the impact he had on me um, because he just didn't communicate. So... We haven't talked since, so womp, womp, womp. But I, um, and I barely, like, come from intercourse. Like, it's real rare for me to come from intercourse. If you make me come from your dick, then you are fucking amazing. Like, fucking amazing. Seriously, because that shit is hard as fuck for me, and it's rare. But I will say this. There was one guy that had me coming over and over from his dick and it probably was the weed and it was his dick because he had he was 
he was packing, okay? But it was just, it was incredible. Like, it was incredible. <laughs> and it's funny because we have no, like, we weren't dating. We were just cool. Like, we were strictly just cool. We would talk here and there. But it's so funny. Like, I'll tell y'all about, if you want to know about the domestic ever and the story behind this kid um, without, like, saying who he is and stuff, just let me know. Oh, also, I will not say anyone's names on here, by the way, because that's just disrespectful and not cool. So I will never say names unless they're on my podcast and they want to talk about it. Like our experiences we had together, if I decide to bring someone on that I've dated or I've had sex with, but... I don't know if I'm going to do that because I don't know if I want y'all all in my business on who I slept with and who I didn't. So that's that. Um, but yeah, it was just like great. And I don't know. When I smoked weed, I had like the best sex ever. Like we definitely oh, smoking. I mean, having sex high is just incredible. It really is. I'd be having like times where I feel like my spirit is being lifted out of my body like incredible sex but I don't smoke weed no more so that sex is gone but I'm starting to get into tantra tantra and tantric um sex meditation and massages I really 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 want to learn tantric massages so I can do them that'd be fun but yeah like I'm gonna really wrap this up because it's getting long and I have to go to work soon so, at the end of each episode, I would love to do some advice, questions, read some emails out. You can email sexroompodcast at gmail.com, do some advice, and also do sex stories at the end of each episode. And hopefully you guys are willing to share those things with me. So, send those emails off and... My next episode, hopefully I'll have some things to read out to you and some advice to read to y'all. But also, you know what? While I'm on here real quick, I'll, I had one on my Instagram and asked you guys to um, ask me some questions real quick about sex. And I might answer a few of them on here and to end this um, thing off since I don't have like an email to read. So... One question is, does penis size matter? Yes, it matters. And no, it doesn't matter. It What matters is, it matters to, for instance, a woman that may be having sex with larger penises or penises of a certain caliber. Like if you got, if she's used to curved dicks or thick dicks, you know, it might matter to her because that's what she's used to and that's what her pussy may like. But... If you, like, you can have an average size penis, okay, and have a curve or have some girth to it, and your shit be amazing, okay? Like, one of the one of the dicks that I've come from, I come off of, it wasn't even a big dick. That shit had a curve in it, and it was thick. And, baby, okay, I was like, shit, I, I ain't never come from riding dick before. Like, for real, for real, and I did, and I was just like, okay. Okay, that tells you that penis size does matter and does not matter, okay? Because, shit, I fucked a big dick before, like, big dick, big dick, okay? Like, he could put that shit on the table dick, okay? 
<laughs> and I didn't come. Like, I did not come. Because you can have a big penis and don't know how to fuck. Your stroke game is weak as fuck. And, you know, we just got to work on it, okay? So... This one says, what is the best position to please a girl? That depends on the girl. Every woman's different. There's no one answer. One size fits all for women. So I need y'all to get that out of your heads. And you just have to have the conversation with the woman you're dealing with or the woman you want to deal with and figure that out. This one says, I never came from head. Is something wrong? Is something wrong? Um, No. There's. I mean, there could be something wrong with you, but I need more like more substance to this like I can't answer that question but it's not bad that you don't come from head because you may like your body just it just I need more I need more I can't really answer that so and I don't want to try to steer you in the wrong direction so let's see what else and you know what is one thing I'm so tired of when I tell y'all don't ask me like certain things and y'all still do like for instance someone said how do I earn the opportunity to have dinner with you give me five thousand dollars how about that and then you can have dinner with me cash at me five five g's and then I'll have dinner with you how about that otherwise you're not gonna have dinner with me and one thing y'all need to realize is that I love a man that can follow directions okay listen to me Follow fucking directions, period. If you can't follow directions, why would I want to be with you? Because mm -mm, you're not going to listen to me. No, you need to listen. So one says how to date in this era smartly. This is something I definitely want to do a podcast on. But for one, it is to keep up with the times, with the time different, with uh, the changes in society. Like, for instance, with social media, I say get on dating sites. A lot of people may not like dating sites. I like dating sites because the people on dating sites are the same exact people in your community. The same people in the grocery store, the same people in the library. It's just that you may not have you may not have the opportunity to talk to them because you ain't go up to them or they ain't come up to you. So can still can still you still this doesn't make sense. Can still you still please a black woman with the average size penis? Yes, there are plenty of black women that prefer to have an average size penis than to have a large penis, okay? Like, again, don't put all women or all men in one box. So what is an okay amount of time for a full sexual experience for play and sex total? Depends on the people. Depends on the people. Let's see. What else? Is there any hope for love if I'm a good guy? Yes, there's hope. You just have to learn how to find the right females to date. And that's one issue is that we come across the wrong people. We are dating the wrong people for ourselves. And again, this goes back to me talking about compatibility. You have to find someone you're compatible with because you don't want to be dating an asshole and you be a sweet person. And they take advantage of you and they run you over. Like, no, that's not cool. So... Another person, why can't I achieve an orgasm from head? Again, need more substance to the question to answer that because it could be a number of reasons why. Um, how do I feel about age differences? I'm 26 and the woman, it says the women. So I, I don't know if you're talking about multiple women or one woman I'm interested in is 19. Um, well, y'all are adults and it's only five years apart. 
Um, but understand that with age difference comes difference in maturity, comes difference in experience. And I typically date older than me. Like I preferably date a guy that's more than five years older than me. Like I don't like guys around my age normally and I really don't date them. But one thing I've come across when it comes to dating older guys is that I they will sometimes try to belittle you and be like, oh, you're only 25 or you're only 22, so blah, blah, blah. Like, Or they try to act like your daddy or try to just treat you like real, like a baby type shit. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. I pay my own bills. I have my own place. Like, don't tell me what to do or don't treat me as if I am this ignorant little naive child. That's what you're not going to do. So please do not belittle someone when it's an age difference and treat them as your equal. Um, but let me see what else is in here. How can a man tell a woman he's into her? How can a oh, how can a man tell if a woman into him? I'd be oblivious. Oh, how can tell a man? How can tell? How can a man tell a woman that tell if a woman is into him? Um, well, women are again no one size fits all. But is she reaching out to you? Is she making efforts to talk to you or to see you? For one, is she doing any of that? Is she? Is she when she's free? Is she giving you any of her free time? Is she giving you any of her attention? That would be the first step, because if someone's not looking for you, then you shouldn't look for them either. Like if you've tried and you've gotten their attention and you've like showed interest and they not showing interest back, I would say let it go. Like don't do it because you don't want to have to force someone into being with you like I did. And that shit don't work out. That shit do not work out. So this is the last one I'm going to answer for now, but this says... Is deep throating something you were born to do or can it be learned? Really? You think a baby was was born to deep throat? Really? Like, that's the way I took it. Like, oh, you got deep throwing skills from birth. What? That means that men got deep throwing skills. But no, that's not that's something you learn. I mean, some people may not really have gas uh uh gag reflexes, but no, that's something you learn to do. You don't just decide, oh, let me stick this dick down my throat and it work. Like, no, it don't work like that. Also, okay, so I'm done with the questions for now. And last thing is I am going to do a sex room podcast playlist on Spotify. So it's going to be called Sex Room One Word Playlist on Spotify. I actually already created it. So you guys can go check it out now. I'm only going to have one song on there because for each episode and each guest, I will be adding a song. So when I have guests on here, then they will add a song. I will add a song and we're going to have a playlist for the bedroom for you to get your freak on in the bed or in the car, wherever you going to have sex at. Okay. Because we ain't vanilla. Okay. So we're going to have freaky deaky sex. Okay. Okay. So the first song is going to be Freak Me by Silk. 
Why? Because I love that song and I love the passion in it. And I am a very, very passionate person and lover. And I want to feel the love. I want to feel the passion. I want the mood to be set. Like, I would love for this shit to be an R&B video, a freaking romantic movie. Like, I want all that shit, okay? So... We got to have the passion in the music because we need the passion in the sex. Okay, so thank you guys for listening to my podcast. You can catch me on Instagram at Chrissy Doll. You can follow the podcast Instagram as Sex Room Podcast on Instagram and email me at sexroompodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, love, peace, and amazing sex to you all. Also, this is about to be the end of the year. So 2020, we coming for that ass, okay? Coming for them butt cheeks. So be ready for me. Be ready for all of us because we all are going to accomplish amazing things in 2020. Peace and love always, y'all. Bye.